So this week on Practically Christian, we discuss <laughs> what is all coming with the coronavirus. Really? <laughs> yes. I love catching you when you're in the middle of the talk. I'm always talking. I'm terrified you're going to catch me say something inappropriate one day. Catch me outside. <laughs> How about that? I ain't going to catch nobody outside right now. Stay at home order. So this week we have another exciting episode. I'm going to let this run because I did like listening to it a little bit ago. This is actually like the fourth time we are starting a uh, little known fact about our podcast. Mm-hmm. We only do one take. So it's one long take um, right. per episode. We don't cut it up in little smaller chunks and then edit it together right? because we want to be as real and as genuine as possible. Mm-hmm. So if we do mess up, um, we actually have to start the recording all over again. Um, if it's if it's like it went in a direction that you know we weren't expecting, or something of that nature, or the kids screamed, or, or something that that's not going to be very listener friendly, I guess right. you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily like inappropriate or bad, but just something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So this week we are looking at, I mean, it, it seems to me just by watching the news and, and kind of paying attention to stuff that Have, has been happenings. Yes, that everybody mm-hmm. in the world almost at some point mm-hmm. is has been affected by this coronavirus and it's right. led to a lot of different reactions mm-hmm. in people. And so we kind of want to take a step back and we want to kind of look at this scenario from from different perspectives and just see if there's things that we can take away from this. If there's things that we should be looking at maybe differently, Mm -hmm. if there's things that we could possibly do to grow from this point. Right. um, If they're reprioritization. Reprioritization. <laughs> That's what you get for sure. I can't even one say it. Reprioritization. Yes. Reprioritizing. Yes. <laughs> if, if we need to look maybe at our lives, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us have probably had epiphanies at, mm-hmm. at various points during this now. Right. Um, so, you know, we just, we wanted to look at all this and, and just kind of get a bigger view on this and, and where we go from here. Because again, like, like we were saying, like it, it, there's so many different aspects of this that because it's have been the end affected. of the world as we know it. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was last week's, I think. Right. Yes, maybe, possibly. No, two weeks I ago think it was the last one. No, two weeks ago. Last week was mm-hmm. we interviewed Archangel. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, right. Mm-hmm. The guy who actually does the beats for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he also does freelance work. And has a SoundCloud. So you can go back and listen to that. And, and the link is in the, the episode description. And don't forget Jill Perazzi, who we interviewed for uh, yeah. her authorship. Yep. Um, check her out. She's uh, She was offering some free reads um, during this time. And seriously, it's not like you guys are going anywhere. You ain't got nothing else to do. Don't put it on as background information either. Or not information. Music. Like, pay attention. That's good. Um, so we ran into a couple of snags uh, with... Debbie's podcast, mm-hmm. um, i.e. she picked a name that already exists. Boom. So there's that. I say we still release the first two episodes and we go from there. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We can always 
change your intro. Mm, anyway, yeah. so so again, when it when it comes to this coronavirus or COVID nineteen or or however you want to look at it, you have a lot of different reactions from people. Some mm-hmm. people are sitting here going, oh, it's the flu. What's the big deal? Right. Um, other people are sitting here going, oh, my God, we have all these people who are dying, and it is the end of the world. This is the the last plague that Revelation talks about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of got people spread throughout these two extremes. Right, and somewhere in between. And, and again, a lot of people, I know here... Um, a lot of people are getting what we would refer to as cabin fever, mm-hmm. you know, they're the stay at home orders and, you know, the social distancing and, and the things of that nature. Um, but on the same hand, I mean, obviously there is some wisdom and, and, you know, taking precautions to not right. get a disease that we right. don't necessarily we don't know have a, a lot about. For. Right. And, and, and I mean, as, as a society, we don't, we don't know a lot about it. I mean, a lot of us know about the flu and different things and preparing different ways, but this is the arrogance of I'm just going to do whatever because it's just the flu um, doesn't give credit to you have no idea what it is. Ooh, sorry about that. You have no idea. <laughs> so, you know, there's a cockiness and arrogance that some people are walking with that it's like, well, you need to be careful, at least for other people, if, even if you don't care about yourself. Absolutely. And 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 if you're a Christian, and on the flip side though, you shouldn't be so afraid of everything that you I don't mean, do anything. Ultimately, we as as followers of Christ need to understand that you know God is still in control. He's not in heaven right now, looking down, going, "Oh man, where did this coronavirus thing come from?" Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he is still in control. He is still our healer. He is still our refuge and and we should be able to take comfort in that and and to know that again none of this is happening that outside of the realm yeah of of, god's sovereignty right you know but let to look at this like and and this is a conversation i've had with other people while i was practicing social distancing over the past week um i go it, it has brought about a lot of benefits too though Okay, Mm -hmm. because, you know, we have all these stay at home. I mean, here in America and and, and again, we can really only speak for really even here in Florida um, because each state does things a little bit different, Mm -hmm. you know, but we did just get an order, you know, for the next 30 days, unless it is absolutely essential for you to leave your house, you need to stay home. And and for for school. Obviously, you can't go to school right. if and you have to both, stay home. We're both teachers. Um, so we have adapted to the distance learning model, mm. you know, and the online model. And and seriously, I, I love it. Like, I really do. Well, like I told told you this morning, um, well, you knew were here. I mean, I worked with one of my kids on, on Microsoft Teams, and we got more work done in that 45 minutes sometimes than you get done in a week. Right. And, and I teach ESE and, you know, you don't always get the one-on-one. And for those of you that may not know, ESE is? Look it up. Learning <laughs> It's exceptional student yeah. um, education. And that can range from highly gifted to um, intellectually disabled, um, oppositional defiance disorder. There are all things in between. If right. you don't know about it, um, I can tell you all now about you it because I love it. Um, but I, we got so much work done and it was amazing. And I'm looking forward to my sessions tomorrow. My sessions. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I didn't say it like that. You said I'm looking forward to my sessions. <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway. Uh, anywho. Um, 
and and I know there are some people that are are highly confused with the online learning and and there obviously is a learning curve. You have to be, you know, proficient with using online tools to begin with. Um but both of us, I mean, received both of our undergrad and our graduate degrees mm-hmm. in online universities. Yep. So I mean, online school isn't something that is necessarily unheard of and it has been going on for quite some time now it's not like it just happened overnight right um and then if we were to flip into a different category uh churches right i mean churches right now uh, are for lack of a better term virtual at least Mm -hmm. church services not not church And, and if you've listened for any length of time you you have heard us talk about the church is not a building it is the gathering of god's people right um and that can look different in, in, in a lot of different ways, you know, and, you know, I know we have Easter coming up and I know as a pastor and, and talking to other pastors, you know, there's a lot of people right now looking at this going, oh, yep. you know, what are we going to do, do now? Mm-hmm. you know, about Easter and you know, that's a legitimate concern and that's a legitimate, right. you know, worry and, and sitting here going, what are we going to do and what can we do? It should, you know. But one of the biggest things that I have not liked about the virus, because that sounds ridiculously wrong, and, and you know, our deepest condolences and sympathy to the the thousands upon thousands of families around the world who have lost loved ones to oh, this yeah. virus. It's it's real. I mean, it's it's really impacting and affecting people. But I do sit here and go, in a lot of different areas of life in general, mm-hmm this could be a catalyst for change. Right. Um, and, and looking at things and going, oh, we don't have to do things the way we've always done right. things. Right. And for me, that is ridiculously Difficult. important. <laughs> no, no, I love that. Oh, I didn't know what you were going to say. Um, <laughs> I love that because I do go, this is giving all of us a chance to stop life and look at life mm-hmm. and go, are we living life a biblically? Are we living life in in a routine and function that is reproducible, or have we been running on empty for so long now? Right. Because everything in life has just been go 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 go. go, go. go. Yeah, gotta go get it, gotta go achieve it, and now you can't. Right. And, and, and another thing, I mean, it brings up, and we talked about this the other day, hmm. especially here in America, mm, mm-hmm, um, we, I, I, you know, I, I don't mean disrespect by what I'm saying. Obviously, I am an American mm-hmm. and, and I love being American, um, but we place so much value on individualism um, right. opposed to group. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about me. Yeah. Stop and, apologizing. Don't, you know, all that good stuff. And um, it's all about you. And so now that you don't have the opportunity to be in groups, it makes me, you know, kind of chuckle mm-hmm. when I look at people complaining because social distancing and mm-hmm. I went. But two months ago, you know, you were all about you. Yeah. Now you're complaining because you can't be around others. Oh, I can't and, see people. You don't want to you don't want to see people last month. Not not everyone, obviously. But right. I can't tell you how many times I heard that. Is that me? It's or me. You? I just hit it with my phone on accident. Oh. Sorry. Um, you know, but but again, I sit here and go, 
I'm not necessarily looking for a silver linings. This is terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you know, this is affecting everybody. Right. Um, but I am sitting here going there, there are also areas we can grow in this Mm -hmm. and there are areas that we should grow in. And, you know, I kind of want to dive into that. If we look at education, Mm. you know, going back to education, our system of education is built <laughs> off of a system that has existed for almost a hundred years mm-hmm. unchanged. Right. And it was created to teach people how to go work in factories. Okay. Here's how you read. Here's how you write. Here's right. your basic mm-hmm. arithmetic. Now you can go into a factory and go work. Mm-hmm. And I go, why does it take this global pandemic? Mm-hmm. For us to step back now and go, are we doing education the right way? Well, you know, I always, I have felt for years that there's, gosh, I'm sorry, I'm putting this down. I keep hitting it. I apologize. What are you hitting, I'm just, my my phone just like slightly tapped the the leg of the table. Oh. And it shook the whole thing because I'm so strong. Shook. Shook. What on earth are you doing? Book. Book. (laughs) Look. Look. (laughs) Took. Took. We should record, hey, you could record an educational video like that. But this is what I mean. You're seeing these teachers that are coming up with these ultra creative ways to teach their kids I'm sorry. Yes, I agree. But you know, I'm having a hard time with all the extraness that's on on the internet right now. I I get that. I'm not saying everything that is being produced right now is going to, is awesome. And some of it's just a, hey, I'm going to, this is my time to shine and show off. And there's literally no... Um, hardy academics happening. It's just here, fill in the blanks and let me show you how awesome I am. I, I understand that, but more so... You don't even have to touch on it. That's just my <laughs> personal feeling. And, and I genuinely love educating kids, so I hate the dog and pony show. I, I Again, I understand that, but but again, I'm, I'm sitting here going, how nice is it to be able to readdress oh, yeah. and go, is this how we should be doing it to begin with? You know, and is it? You know, I'm a fan and huge proponent of the apprenticeship model. Absolutely. You know, I think your school should be done by the time you're in eighth grade. And from that point forward, you know, you kind of work your yourself into a career where you actually learn through practical application of that said career. Well, where my mom's from, they um, do stop it at eighth grade. And if you want to go to high school and get a little more in depth on your academics, Mm -hmm. you have to pay for it. And then that's why there, there's no messing around in high school. Cause if you're there, you're paying for it. Right. Um, it's the same thing as college. Like, and then there's college, right? <laughs> I don't want to get off on our, don't, that. Rabbit don't get on a tangent. Anyway, no. I um, saw it on your face, <laughs> but no more. So what I was getting at was like, um, when I went and worked construction, right. Okay. You know, when I first started going to college, I was going to college to be an engineer and, you know, and I was in the construction field to begin with, right. which was why I was going to be an engineer because I was like, why waste all this time? Right. And, and, you know, just stay in the field I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned 10 times as much though. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I learned a lot of theory and I learned a lot of the mechanics and, and the how to, and what goes into planning a, a civil construction site. Mm-hmm. But until you were out there actually doing it, there's a lot of like when I sit down on a computer, I can do anything and it'll work out. Right. It's like think of a, a budget for a family. Oh, on paper, absolutely. Well, you can always zero sense. out a budget. Sure. But when when you're sitting there and you're like, crap, we have twenty dollars left for three days. <laughs> we just talked about that yesterday. <laughs> 
because we've been in that situation before. Um, you know, where, where you're sitting there going, crap, we have $20 left for three days. All of a sudden, what you worked out on paper isn't necessarily going to Reality. Work. <laughs> it's, just, it's not going to happen. So, so I go, you know, again, th- this has given us that chance to reflect, to look at life and mm-hmm. go, you know, okay, my home life. It, is my home life, you know, it, lining up with where it should be? Right. So the next one I'm going to jump on and, mm-hmm. and jumping on it as a pastor yeah. um, is, is this, this whole thing of went church. Right. Um, I hope, and I, my prayer is any mm. pastors out there that are listening to this, that this epidemic is, or pandemic is, um, is challenging you, right. is, is sitting here causing you to look and go, well, hold on. We, we haven't been able to meet together for a month now. Right. It's probably going to be another month before we can really come together and meet. And yet we're still having these virtual services. We're still connecting through apps like Zoom and Microsoft Teams. And so I hope you are sitting here going, well, with all of this being said, what Mm -hmm. is the church? Right. And, And how does the church have to look? You know, in, in how does it have to operate? Because the way things are, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. And there you, you go. Have, and we, you and I have talked about that. When you have um, so many going, Sunday is the day. Like, that's it. Right. And when, when that is your stress and that is your focus, mm-hmm. and then you, you step back. And, and, and again, I'm looking at this from, from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, why isn't anyone doing anything Monday through Saturday? Right. Like, why are all these other idols in everybody's life mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday, but Sunday comes and, and you people are, you, what you mean you people? You people. <laughs> but Sunday comes and you're and, and the people in the church are all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, these huge church goers. Well, if you, th- because you've placed all the emphasis on this single day of the week. If your Sunday morning or whenever you go to church is the most stressful time of your week. It's because it's not a priority. Right. It's because it's the last minute and you're freaking out going, we got to go. We got to go. Kids, get your dresses on, you know, whatever. I know with us, I had a hard time because I would always want the kids dressed to the nines when they were going to church. Years ago. Years ago. Like now. Oh, now. I'm like, you got clean clothes on? Whatever. Is it half clean? All right. We're good. Um, Oh, you didn't even brush (laughs) your hair? Cool. Put a hat on. Right. Um, because center, how dare you let them wear hats in right. church? Because, well, oh my gosh, don't even get me started <laughs> on that. Um, because their appearance, yes, I want them clean and I want them to look good and all that stuff, but that's not going to be transformational in their heart. Right. Um, a real relationship with Jesus who could care less, could not care less what they're wearing. Right. Um, and if you think that we can talk privately, but <laughs> Um, cause I couldn't go anywhere without doing my hair and makeup and cause you know, I just had a bad perception. Of- but again, when, when that's our focus, mm-hmm. we have placed all the importance on mm-hmm. the outward and not the inward oh, yeah. of, of the actual problem of sin in our life. Mm-hmm. And and that's when we start preaching behavior modification. Oh, and that's yes. when we start preaching what, what is referred to as moral, uh, deism. No. <sighs> Um, and you, you had to talk and I'm it was sorry. like, right there. I did have to talk. I Moral have to talk. theistic deism, you know, in I other words, close. you were, but almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. You can't sit in front of Jesus and go, I was close. Well, I thought I about Jesus you a has times. me, then I don't have to. Mm. And, and again, like I go, Boom. 
you know, I am definitely being challenged and, and sitting here going, okay, so when we say church, what are we referring to? Mm-hmm. And, and how does that look over the next month? Right. How does that look over the next month and a half? Or, because or we however really long? don't know. We, I mean, right. they give you a day because when they said the 15th of April, we knew. Like we knew. All right. They're just giving that so people don't freak out. We don't know how long it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be forever. Right. But but I know yet there are still churches here in America that mm. are like, we don't care about the order and we're going to still, you know, meet. And and I go to me, that's irresponsible. That that's totally it's ignoring arrogant. Romans, you know, 13. It's mm-hmm. it's totally ignoring first Peter two. Right. And, and the fact that the Bible commands us, mm-hmm. you know, to to be with. Or uh, I'm sorry, to be in submission to the governments that God has placed above us. Right. And and for some people, they're sitting here going, well, you know, we have the right to meet. And mm-hmm. I go, but we can still meet. It just doesn't. It, it's not going to look like it used to look. Right. And I go, and we need to be OK with that. Right. You know, and, and seriously, I go again, if we want to go biblically on this. And, and we want to sit here and go, well, you know, where did the church start and how did the church get going? Right. Let's look at that. I mean, Acts 2, they met daily in houses. You know, if you read through like Corinthians, yes, this is written to the church at Corinth. So, But right. there wasn't one church in Corinth that Paul is trying to address. He's addressing the believers. He's addressing right. the people that gather and would follow or call themselves followers of Jesus in the city of Corinth. And that's why people, there was such a bigger following back then when it came to like churchy like things, because it wasn't just a one day thing. That's right, why, right. you know, you took care of each other, you helped each other. Um, and if something like this happened, there was no freaking out because we're just going to keep doing what we've always done. Right. So when you're feeling, when the first Sunday passes and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't go to church. Like it wasn't even really right now. I don't even feel completely freaked out over it because I go, we communicate regularly. And and that's more so where I was going. If we look at Hebrews 10, where it says, do not neglect to meet with with each other, as is the habit with others. Right. Um, w- really, what does that mean? Does that mean that we have to go to a certain building and we have to sing right. three songs mm-hmm. and listen to a message? And, the, and like, is that what that is talking about? Or is it talking about, hey you guys together mm-hmm. and, and see, and that's the key. Together. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm not saying that me by myself, I am the church. Right. It is when we gather together mm-hmm. that we are the church. Right. And, and I go, you know, in today's climate and, and what we have to deal with, we should be challenging mm-hmm. what it means to be the church. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and again, I'm not saying that we don't come together. Iron sharpens iron. Therefore, you know, if you leave iron by itself, it's going to sit there and rust and eventually fade away. However, when you have iron, that's going to sharpen iron. And, and that's why Proverbs tells us that just right. as, you know, one sharpens another, one man sharpens another. So iron sh- or just mm-hmm. has iron. iron sharpens yes. Iron. I'm sorry. So my brain, my just... mouth is going faster than my brain, which is bad. It is bad because so then sometimes things down. fly out and it's like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. But <laughs> And then we got to start all over again. Um, but then w- basically what we need to understand, though, is, again, when we say we are the church, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And and what does that mean for the context we are in right now? Right. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's why, like, seriously, like, you know, the other thing, like, the the fear based that people are mm-hmm. are are getting from um, this virus. And you know what? I was talking to someone today at Publix. Um, I got paper towel. Um, that's and toilet like, paper. Those are like bad words. Um, but we were talking about how situations like this really this reveals your true character what your morals are. Um, it shows that if you really have things you hold on to verbally, they're either playing out really well or you're showing the exact opposite and that you really don't believe what you say. Right. You were just saying it just to say, and this is that this scary place. I think as a Christian, you should be very cautious and be aware. Um, Cause man, people are being nasty out there like wretched i saw a video of a man pushing over an old lady for toilet paper i don't think it was now i think it was because there was a bunch of toilet paper there he just pushed her when she hit him with her cane but anyway it was awesome but it really just shows um if you're really caring for each other if you're loving each other if you're um, living by what scripture says or um if you're a jerk right and and again, like, how are we sitting here and going? We know that this isn't the best that we that we as followers of Jesus are going to experience. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like welcoming death. Right? No, no. But God, but no. how can I sit here and read Philippians one and go, you know, to live as Christ, to die as gain, mm-hmm. and then be like terrified of of dying? Right. You know, and, and nobody and not sitting here going, oh, uh, you know, well, good. I hope it comes. No. You do what you're supposed to do. Be, make wise right, choices, right, right. you know, um, but don't live going, oh my gosh, what if it, what if I'm next? Guess what? Scripture already said that God has numbered your days and there's literally nothing you can do to extend that. God has numbered your days and there's, I can understand some kind of like angst from Psalm it. Psalm 139. Right. And I can, but I also go, thank you, Jesus, that I don't have to try to do something to extend. You've already got it. Right. Wash your hands. I'm still saying wash your hands. Don't be around sick people. Right. Like, you know, and, and if you're sick, stay, stay home. My gosh, stay home. But in the end, again, we want to challenge you this week. If you disagree with us, let us know. Say something. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us mm-hmm. up on Instagram. I'd love to enter into a conversation with you about this. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we shouldn't ever be comfortable with where we are. And, and seriously... God, you know, we can't understand verses like Romans 8, 28, that all things will work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purposes without understanding that we yes. may not understand mm-hmm. what the purpose is while we are going through it. Right. But that doesn't mean that we can't grow through everything we are going through. Right. I know that was a long challenge, <laughs> but this Rewind week. Rewind it and listen to it again. This week. Okay. Um, again. If I were to just summate that into one sentence real quick, challenge what you believe. Okay. It's not a bad thing. Right. So until next week, we love you. We thank you. And we can't do this without your support. Bye.